Over the years, Lalateri's center of gravity has drifted closer and closer to Interstate 71. Main Street, with its street-running railway, modest city hall, and rows of kitschy knick-knack shops, is now really only downtown Lalateri in name only, a vestigial organ of a town that's mutated to look like, well, like about a thousand other small towns in America. Towns that act largely as glorified highway pit stops on the way to or from somewhere that anyone's actually heard of. The real downtown Lalateri is now the space around the highway on and off ramps, a big cluster of hotels, gas stations, and fast food. Surrounding that core are the parts of the town that are meant for the roughly 5,000 people that actually live there. There's a Walmart, a graveyard, and a random smattering of small strip malls and shopping centers. Besides the movie theater and the flea market, ownership of those businesses seems to change every time you look at them. Take a scenic back road, or just head down the next exit on the highway, and you'll find Newcastle County High School right on the edge of town. It's still mostly surrounded by empty fields, just like it was in the 70s. There's a public pool nearby now, and a couple small residential areas. Suburban blocks have popped up here and there around the edges of the Lateri with surprising speed in the past few years, after a huge new auto plant in Louisville brought a bunch of new workers to the area. Cul-de-sacs and house-lined streets butt off the winding roads, carving up what used to be the small wooded thickets around the town's periphery. The woods are now not much more than tree lines, just thick enough to buffer the neighborhoods from the constant roar of the highway. It's about 11 p.m. on September 6th, 1999. The five of you are members of NCHS's Mystery Solvers Club. Well, Charlie, you're a member of the Mystery Solvers Club. The others are more honorary members, at least so you can get them formally signed up at school tomorrow. Founded in 1979, the MSC is a place for students to explore the paranormal and unexplained. Its founding members are local legends for the way they help the police solve dozens of criminal cases. And they're also local legends because all four of them disappeared without a trace the week before they graduated. Not a single clue is ever found regarding any of them, and in 1986, they were all officially declared dead. Their case is closed. At least their cases were closed by the police. The MSC, which continued on without them by younger students inspired by their example, continued to investigate their disappearances. It quickly became tradition that any graduating club member was expected to spend their senior years searching for clues and putting together a theory of what happened to their beloved founders, a tradition that continues to this day. Sort of. The thing is, 20 years is a long time. People move away, they forget, families get sick of answering the same questions about their missing loved ones by a new crowd of nosy teenagers every year. Before too long, no one in the MSC actually knew the founders, and without personal stakes, they weren't as invested. As time's pressed on, it's become less an earnest effort to solve the mystery and more like a fun ghost story. Kids stop trying to work out plausible theories or dig up missed clues. Now the MSC Senior Project is more about trying to one-up whatever ridiculous idea the last batch of seniors came up with. The whole club's kinda gone that way, really. Curfews and loitering laws make actual detective work a lot riskier now than in 1979. Kids don't really bother anymore. Sometimes they'll schedule police ride-alongs or take a field trip to the courthouse to sit in on some criminal trials, but most members know full well how boring that is. Nowadays, it's less a mystery solvers club and 
more an X-Files fan club, with just enough else going on to convince the school that taking over a classroom to watch the X-Files is a valid extracurricular activity. But Charlie, you've been hoping to change that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I grew up watching, like, Scooby-Doo and stuff, and I like a mystery. Like, it's fun. It's something to do, and I... Look, I, I, do, I can't watch any more X-Files. I want to go get out and do something. This is... It used to be fun and exciting and cool, and now it's just lame. So I figure, why not make it cool again? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, unfortunately, that is also exactly why you and your friends now find yourself in handcuffs, sitting in the Lelatery police station lobby. Uh, Solo's in a portable terrarium on your lap, Charlie. Officer Robert Adams is leaning against the opposite wall, arms crossed, staring at you judgmentally. He brought you in about an hour ago after he caught you trying to sneak into the condemned building on the corner of Main Street, the old toy shop that got destroyed in a fire back in the 80s. I think he is just kind of standing there, kind of tapping a finger against his arm with his arms crossed. Hey, how many times has this been, like, how many times have you brought me in this year, you think? You know, Charlie, I if I were you, I would not be making jokes right now. Wait, 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 you have a... You have a record? I mean, yeah, they don't... Skateboarding isn't exactly, like, approved activities here, you know? Oh, God, I didn't know I was joining up with a criminal. Okay, that's a little much. Like, I'm, like, they bring me in, they say, hey, don't do it, and I go, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna do it, and then I do it again. Like, everyone knows Yeah, but, like, but they have, like, a file on you, right? Hey, Bob, do you have a file on me? Yeah, we have a file on you, Charlie, and I gotta say, oh, God. this is getting a lot less cute the closer to 18 you get. I, I don't care if you think it's cute or not. Like You're gonna not... care a whole hell of a lot when you start getting uh, adult consequences for this shit. Look, we were just trying to, like, go in and, like, you, you grew up here, you know the Mystery Solvers Club, right? Like, we're just keeping the tradition alive. Yeah. I do know the Mystery Solvers Club, Charlie. In fact, I knew those kids. All right? And they were good, upstanding citizens. They followed the law. They listened when adults spoke to them. They were good kids, unlike you. I don't believe you on that. Like, they were trying to solve mysteries and stuff. Like, that. there's, like, an innate kind of, like distrust of authority built into that. <laughs> Charlie, we, the police solve mysteries. Virginia looks up and says, is that why you don't know where those kids went? <laughs> now let me tell you something. I haven't seen the rest of you kids here before. And I think you might be, you know, you would think... Charlie finally gets a couple friends. She'd maybe, uh, they'd rub off on her, be a positive influence, but apparently she's here to drag the rest of you down with her. Um, I think that's really unfair. Honestly, I mean, like, do the rest of you feel like I'm dragging you down? I thought we were having fun. I'm gonna have a file now. Casey, it's not that big of a deal. It's It'll be okay, I promise. When, when, people, when, when people run background checks on me, they're gonna see this. No, they won't. You're still a kid. You're still a minor. It's not going to come up. That's how it works. No, but answer your question, Casey. Are you having fun right now? 
Uh, no, sir. N- not not having fun at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Regina like nudges her. <laughs> Gina, just just tell them what they want to hear. Maybe they'll let us go. Hey, what do you want to hear so we can go? <laughs> um, I think he says, uh, "Oh, I don't really need to hear anything from any of you." I've already called all your parents. You're going to be free to go soon here. But, uh, Charlie, you and me both know you've been in and out of here more times than we can count. And you've been treated with kid gloves. And this is going to be the last time that happens. You understand? Next time you're in here, it's going to be serious. I think Charlie does like a little like two finger salute at him and goes, sir, yes, sir. I think he just kind of, like, fumes as the door opens, and, uh, Charlie, your dad comes in. Oh, boy. <laughs> just like, okay, alright, I'm here. What What's going on? Well, sir, we caught your lovely daughter trespassing. Again. Okay, are, are, are you charging her with anything? I could. She broke the law. We have got more than enough cause. Okay, but are you charging her or not? Not tonight. I know I still owe you for handling that uh, DUI situation with my brother. But that's a favor you can only cash in so many times. And I think this is going to be the last one. Yeah, okay, fine. Fine, whatever. Can you get her un- unlocked? She's got school in the morning. And uh, he, the cop just kind of like looks at your dad for a beat or two and then kind of like pushes himself off the wall and starts to unlock your handcuffs, Charlie. Uh, hey dad, can we get like the rest of my friends? Like They also are not being charged, so... Their parents are already on the way, sir. They'll... They got uh, rides figured out already. Yeah, I... Let, let, let's just get out of here, Charlie. Um, okay. As uh, the cop like kneels down to start unlocking you, he says, now nah, I mean it. I don't want to see you in here again for any reason, Charlie. Now, I think uh, the school year starts tomorrow. And I just want you to remember, truancy, that's a reason for you to be in here. So, go get yourself some sleep. And go be a good student tomorrow, huh? You don't even know anything about, like, what kind of student I am. I only get brought in here for skateboarding. You're making a lot of assumptions, my guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet somehow I feel fairly confident in my estimation, Charlie. Mm. Well, that's on you, I guess. And I think she, like, looks over at the rest of them and's like, I'm sorry this happened, guys. I just, I don't know, I thought it would be fun. I'm sorry. Naomi's been sitting pretty silently with, like, head down. Uh, legs cross, and he's gonna perk up his head for a second to wink at Charlie, and then put it back down. Charlie does not know Naomi well enough to understand what that means. <laughs> uh, so she's just a little like, okay. And um, I think she walks over to Casey and is just like, hey, I mean it. Like this is gonna work out fine. Don't worry about it. This is like. I've been through this a million times. You are going to be fine. Charlie, we got to go. Okay, okay. I got to go. I'll see you guys at school, okay? See ya, Charlie. And Charlie follows her dad out. Yeah. 
Uh, after they leave, uh, Officer Adams kind of looks towards you, Casey, and says, If you want my advice, you should stay far away from her. You're clearly a good kid, good head on your shoulders. You made a mistake. Mistakes follow her around. Uh, thanks for the advice, but um, maybe maybe what she needs is, uh, like you said, good influence. Mm-hmm. Well, how's that working out so far? He says, like, gesturing to your handcuffs. I think she's a work in progress. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the doors open, and you just hear, like, uh, hello, officer. I'm here to pick up my daughter. Uh, yes, sir. You, Mr. Chambers? You. This is... Yep. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, gosh. What's happened here? Oh, oh, sweetie. And he, like, runs in and, like, gives you a uh, hug. Dad, 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 I'm okay. We just... We're, we're not in trouble. We're not in any real trouble. Just... We just got a, a, a good talking to. We'll be fine. Uh, I think he turns to you, Regina, and says, hey, I talked to your parents, and they, uh, you know, can't come get you, but I'm, I'm gonna pick you up, and uh, I'll, I'll drop you off on our way home, okay? Uh, yeah, thanks, Mr. Chambers. Absolutely. Uh, can are, so are they, are, are they free to go, officer? Do I owe you a fine or uh, no, no, no? Just they're getting let off with a warning tonight, but I don't want to see any of them back in here. Okay, absolutely, it won't happen again. Oh boy, oh gosh. <laughs> That's, uh, the the, uh, the cop uh, unlocks both of you, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, your dad, Casey, just kind of rushes everybody out the door. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the, the cop just kind of has an awkward moment of silence with you, Naomi, because you just haven't talked this whole time. <laughs> he doesn't really, you know, doesn't quite know what spiel to give you. You're new in town and, like, you're not giving him anything to work with. Yeah, Naomi is aware to not say anything in front of a cop. Right, yeah, Naomi knows it's shut the fuck up Friday. <laughs> Uh, before too long, uh, the door opens and your grandfather comes in, Naomi, and just says, uh, Yes, I'm here to pick up my child. Uh, yes, sir, are you, uh, Mr., uh, who, how do I pronounce this, uh, Shirogo- Oh, how do I pronounce this? <laughs> Shirogorov? Crystal's Shiro- trick. <laughs> Shirogorov. Uh, yes, uh, Sh- Shirogorov. Anyway, uh, yes, sir, uh, yes, your, uh, uh, son is, is right here. Let me, uh, get him, uh, he's vaguely intimidated. <laughs> your grandfather's got an intense aura. Uh, so yeah, let me get, uh, he's just he's fumbling with the keys as he gets you, uh, unlocked. He's just kind of, like, looks at your grandfather awkwardly as he just gives him an intense stare and, uh, does not speak further as he just puts a hand on your shoulder to guide you to the door. It's like when a like older character in a Yakuza game uh, shows up and like all the cops or whatever are just like, oh, um, just gonna pretend yeah. like I'm not here. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Charlie, yeah, you're in the car driving home with your dad. Uh, what kind of car you got going on here? Um, just well, to set the scene. I think my dad, um, drives a fucking station wagon. Like, it's old. Okay. Like, he hasn't gotten a new car in ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got Solo uh, in the little terrarium on my lap. 
mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just kind of like looking out the window. I, I think I'm doing the thing where the window is down and I've got like the hand out and just kind of doing catching the wind. It's it's quiet in the car for a bit, and then eventually your dad's just like, Charlie, I don't want to keep doing this. I mean, like, I'm sorry. Like, I know you're busy. I, I don't, like, I didn't want you to have to come. But, I mean, like, we weren't doing anything, like, wrong. We were just, like, poking through a building. Like, no one was hurt. I I understand. I, I'm not really that mad about that whatever although you say you were poking around that condemned building i mean you know that those buildings are condemned because they can collapse right yeah but like we weren't like we were being safe about it mostly like you know we weren't like kicking beams or anything we just uh, it was the mystery solvers club you know there's kind of nothing else in town worth poking at i get it and just you're starting your senior year tomorrow You've got about nine more months, and then you'll be 18, and you'll be out of school, and you can do whatever you want, but can we just try to get through that without you going to jail? I I mean, I'll try. Like, like I'm, I'm not... Charlie, I'm, come I'm, on. Uh, can, look, can you give me a little better than I'll try? Look, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I'm... Like, I don't antagonize the cops. I'm not, like, out here, like going oink oink pig at them or anything. I'm just skateboarding and I'm just hanging out with my friends and they come after me. Like, what am I supposed to do about that? You heard what he was saying, like... Yeah, I know. He's a prick and he's got it out for you, which is why I'm just saying, don't don't give him a... Just keep your head down, go to school, play video games if you're bored, read a book. Like... Why should I have to, like, not live the life I want to live just because some dickhead with a badge doesn't like me. Because the dickhead with the badge can ruin the rest of your life, Charlie. <sighs> this sucks. Yeah. Cutting over to uh, the Chambers car. Uh, Casey, you want to tell me what kind of car your dad drives? Uh, it's a, probably a few years old. Like, he bought it yeah. used, uh, like, family sedan uh-huh yeah i feel like probably regina's in the front seat because you know the guest gets the shot oh of course obviously. yeah 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 and casey you're in the back oh boy i oh casey i am so sorry about this this is clearly i don't know what i did to make you act out like this but i will no, figure no, no, it dad, out I, dad, I, dad, no it's clearly i have just been too absent in your life i will have to be a little bit more uh uh present and make sure oh my god need- dad i we, we, i wasn't acting we'll, out dad we were just trying to... Look, I joined the Mystery Club, okay? Uh... Oh, oh, the the school thing. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, we were, just, um, we were just trying to do a little investigation. I didn't think we'd get in trouble. It's an abandoned building. Like, nobody has stuff there. Like, why would it... I don't know. I didn't think it through, okay? Oh, abandoned building. Oh, do we need to stop at the pharmacy to get you a tetanus shot? Oh, jeez. Okay, no, that's I didn't, fine. No, I didn't step... I'm fine. Regina, do you need a tetanus shot? Uh, tetanus no. is real bad. You don't want to get tetanus. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay. But thank you. Okay, I know you're gonna say you're okay because you don't want to get fussed over. But did you, you know, if you got any even a small cut, that can really lead to some serious Dad, health problems. Dad, she's fine. 
Yeah, we, we didn't get hurt, Mr. Chambers. <laughs> Got away from that, because that... <laughs> no amount of assuring him that you're fine is going to stop this. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, that was the rest. entire car, right? Yeah, that's the rest yeah. of the drive. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the entire ride, and Casey, as you get home, that's going to be just your entire night until yeah. you're asleep. Yeah, I think when we drop <laughs> Regina off, I just give her a look like, oh, my God, take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> Regina's like, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Naomi, uh, as you are, well, yeah. What, what kind of car is your your grandpa driving here? Uh, he can't. He came by on his motorcycle. Motorcycle, okay. Sort of like a, like a classic uh, Harley Davidson motorcycle. Yeah. Now, are you like behind him, or are you in a sidecar? Oh, you know, I'm in the sidecar. Yeah, I was gonna say we just had a conversation about you uh, wanting to ride in the sidecar, Crystal. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh huh. We're just gonna use movie magic to let you have a conversation while you're on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a tense silence, other than the screaming loud engine of the motorcycle, for the first couple uh, miles here, uh, Naomi, until eventually, over the roar of the engine, you just hear him go, "Sloppy." It's true. I should have noticed that they were there. However, I think this might be open a few opportunities. I have an in on the Mystery Club. You have an in with some bored children, and in the meanwhile, you have drawn attention to yourself from the local police. Apparently, Officer Adams' brother has some trouble with alcohol and driving. That could be useful. You're attempting to turn this into a positive. It was a failure, Naomi. I recognize that it was a failure, but that doesn't mean it can't be turned into opportunities. Certainly. But it was not only a failure on your part, it was a failure on mine. I have clearly not sufficiently trained you in infiltration. I will be correcting that this very evening. And he pulls all, he pulls over and uh, says, Naomi, you are not allowed in our home, which is currently about five miles from our current location. If you would like to sleep tonight, you will need to get in despite my forbidding you. And I'm going to enforce your banishment with this. And he pulls out a BB gun that he had strapped to like the side of the motorcycle. I'm driving home. You get out. Okay. He gets out. If I see you anywhere other than in your bed, I will be shooting. Understood, Nikolai. Good evening. And he drives off. This family seems healthy. <laughs> no, nor- normal. Yeah. I want to have a moment with Solo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think when Charlie gets in and like, I think she and her dad don't really talk much after she goes up. He starts working on a whatever case he's currently on. Yeah. And, um... She's in her room, which is, like, covered in posters and, like, has, like, a PS1 hooked up to an old TV and, you know, Mm -hmm. that. And she puts Solo on his little cleared out. It's a cluttered room, but there's one little space cleared out for Solo on her, like, uh, dresser. And she just kind of, like, kneels down over and, like, pokes at the cage. And she's like, do they have crimes for bugs? Can you get arrested? <laughs> we we certainly do not have police. I suppose 
I suppose we could have crime in the most general sense, but most of it would not be economic or based on trespassing just because of the structure of our society. Um, I heard one time a guy got killed. Okay, I do have to ask, can Charlie hear that? No, not at all. (laughs) Okay, cool. So yeah, she goes like, man, you have such an easy life, little buddy. I think Solo is just going to, um... I I don't think physiologically she can scowl, so I think uh, they're just going to sort of skitter about agitated. Uh Oh, shit, I didn't feed you. Hold on. Um, And she grabs... What the fuck does Solo eat, by the way? I imagine grubs, but I don't know. Um, let let me look up Scarab Beetle Diet. (laughs) It's just poop. It's poop, turns out. Uh, yes, but aside from that, they also eat, uh, plant matter. And I imagine that Solo would also be willing to eat anything sweet. I think she realizes she doesn't have anything, but she sees, like, a Taco Bell bag. And goes, like, do I? <laughs> and there's, like, a, like, half of a taco in there, and she takes the lettuce off and puts it in the cage. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Real worried there for a second. <laughs> Charlie's not that no <laughs> but yeah um, I think she sprinkles the lettuce goes alright I'll get you some like actual food tomorrow sorry we ran out dude it happens and um, I think Charlie just like taps on the case and says alright good night little dude and lays down for bag alright um, yeah uh, Regina or Casey do you have any like night scenes you want to do here or no not really i don't think there's really anybody for regina to interact with after getting dropped off. yeah so. you're coming home to an empty house if this was a uh visual medium there would just be a, br- a brief scene of casey journaling everything that happened today yeah how old is your sister casey uh 20 ish she's been in college for a couple okay years. okay okay so she's maybe not even like around right no now. she's no yeah she probably drove off back to school like a day or two ago. Yeah. Yeah, she comes home, I think, like, once a month, probably, on a weekend. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Naomi, do you want to give me a challenge, Fate plus Elegance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Naomi got here um, last week, so they've had time to sort of in, uh, internalize the layout of Nikolai's house. Can I draw ready for anything? Uh... No, because Ready for Anything is a downtime move now, although it oh, needs to okay. be updated on your, your character sheet. Then, yeah, let's challenge Fate Elegance. I have two Ellie. Okay. Two Ellie. Uh, you've got Temperance or Justice. <laughs> justice is my dissonant. Uh, <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> temperance uh, is neutral. It's hmm. neutral. Yeah, let's go with uh, let's go Justice. Justice, okay. Mark XP. Uh... What is the dissonant effect? When you play your dissonant card, ignore its usual forecast and use the following instead. That's so. That's such a shame because the situation becomes more fair. It's exactly what you need right now. <laughs> uh, you're too certain that you're right and you miss something important as a result. Yeah, describe you like approaching and sneaking into the house. So, uh, Naomi knows what Nikolai's bedtime is and they know that that's he's probably going to be staying up a little later to try to catch them. Uh-huh. So they're, they're specifically, like, waiting a nice distance outside, like, doing recon, trying to observe the lights in the house. 
to try uh -huh. to, if not catch him asleep, at the very least, um, catch him, like, walking away, because he, he said he wanted to see Naomi in their bedroom, so he's gonna be keeping an eye there. So it's probably good to sneak in from a, a, from where he can't see from a vantage point on the bedroom. So that's where they're gonna sneak in from a window that is out of view. Yeah, okay, you sneak in through one of your bedroom windows, you turn around and kind of quietly close it, and then as you turn back around, you... <laughs> he flips the covers off because he was laying in your bed and he just shoots you square in the forehead with the BB gun. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> think it just kind of like between the shock and the the pain of it you just kind of like fall over and he just kind of stands up and says sloppy we'll try again tomorrow night and he walks out of the room in the bedroom of course i should have anticipated that <laughs> uh yeah it's probably 11 30 midnight ish when most of you get home naomi you had to walk five miles so probably a little later for you even uh so by Morning, none of you exactly got a full night's sleep in time for school, but also the fa the first day of school's fake. Everyone knows yeah, that. Yeah, it's all syllabus shit. It's all syllabus shit, it's all just, hi, I'm your teacher for the the semester, it's, uh, you know, meeting friends you haven't seen since, you know, last uh, summer or whatever, last spring. We're gonna kind of speed through the school day, unless any of you have a specific scene you want to do with a teacher or a, another student or anything. Not really. Yeah, no. Okay. I think, uh, as luck would have it, you all have the same lunch period, and you kind of meet up. Naomi, you do still, uh, want to check out that, uh, abandoned toy shop. That was your original idea. I mean, it burned in the 80s, but the, like, condemned building is still there. They haven't knocked it over or, um, like, repaired it. It's just been sitting there as, like, a ruin for nearly 20 years at this point. That's weird. That's, that's clearly something's going on. It's interesting to me that they would even bother enforcing property laws there. Yeah. In theory, you'd think the the law enforcement wouldn't want kids poking around a condemned building for, like, safety reasons. Well, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, you have a chance here for a little bit of a strategy meeting on how to try to sneak in there again tonight. Uh, Naomi, you do have just a big welt in the middle of your forehead. Yeah, they, they kind of uh, uh, comb down their bangs to try to hide it, but it's not hiding uh -huh. it super well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, are we going to talk about the shiner you got? Like, wh what happened? Oh, uh, well, uh, I had to walk home and uh, had a test of my infiltration skills, since clearly they need to be built up a little bit, but uh, I failed the test. Wait, you had I'll to... I'll do it better next time. You had you to walk home? What? You, uh, like... Did your, like, did your relative not come pick you up or something? Oh, Nikolai came to pick me up, but he wanted to test my infiltration skills tonight. What does that mean? Because that's... Meaning I had to sneak in back to my bedroom. I think... <laughs> I think Charlie just kind of gives a look at Regina and Casey, like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casey, Casey mouths back. Um, I think he's making up stories. <laughs> Charlie doesn't read that because that's too much to lip read. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, well... Oh, yeah, shit, hold on. And I think, um, Charlie reaches into her bag and, like, tosses out, like, a bunch of crumpled up, like, like trash, chip bags, and then pulls out a few, um, really, like, crumpled and messed up, uh, forms to join the mystery club. Wait, Charlie, you had food in your backpack? Yeah, why wouldn't I? That That's gonna attract, like, rodents and stuff, you... She's already got a beetle. She clearly doesn't care. Yeah, I got one bug. What's one more? I mean, Solo will either be their buddy or eat them. So, kind of works out. Ugh. Why did you bring that beetle with you, anyway? <laughs> like, I, uh, I mean, why? He's my pet. Like, they're my little buddy. I don't understand. Like, like people to a their, condemned building. People bring their dogs places. Like, why is it just weird? Because they're a beetle. I would be asking you the same question if you brought your dog to infiltrate a condemned building, Charlie. Also, well, dogs can just kind of follow along themselves. Like, you don't have to carry them around. I mean, that's what the backpack is for. I can just put him in the backpack. Is he in the backpack right now? No. No, I feel like right now he got dropped off in the, like, uh, yeah. science room terrarium. Oh, okay. uh, You know, uh, Solo's kingdom. Actually, let's cut over there real quick. It's <laughs> like... Solo, when you got deposited there in the morning, I think, uh... What's the name of your retainer? You mean Charlie? <laughs> well, your bug retainer, you know. Oh, oh, you mean the Marquioness. Oh, sure, the Marquioness. Right, right, Marquioness Dawn the 13th, yes. I think, uh, as you are deposited and she approaches and says, like, Hark, the princess returns from abroad. Tell us what news of the outside world do you bring? Well, I have learned that cops are total dillweeds. Um, and we didn't find, we, we didn't find the artifacts, so, um... I think another bug nearby says, uh, I got fed a dillweed once. It was alright. <laughs> Are you saying we should eat the police? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like that, that would probably cause problems, but we, we, I don't know if we should assist them, but I don't know if they would ask for it, so... Uh, just... As, as we were, I think. I'll add it to the idea board! And she takes, like, a tiny, like... It's a ripped-off piece of, like, just a piece of notebook paper that she just, uh, starts, uh... You know, quote-unquote writing in invisible bug chemicals on. <laughs> what else, your highness? Uh, that, that, that was pretty much it, honestly. Um... It didn't go super great, but uh, nobody got arrested, so I'm, I'm calling it uh, a, a win for the first expedition. You must be tired after your long journey. Please come with us. We've arranged a delicious nest of leaves for you. Hell yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, th I think they would just skitter off to eat those fucking leaves, honestly. Do you have, like... <laughs> I don't know if any of you know this or if it was a regional thing. Do you remember when you were a kid, those little, like... It was a fucking scam fundraiser thing of, like, hey, you should buy these little guy, like little toy things where they're basically, like, different colored cotton balls with googly eyes and, like, little tiny accessories. Is this anything anyone's ever heard I, of? I remember that shit. I, I have okay. no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, this is not something I experienced. Okay, maybe it was an Ohio thing. This sounds like the opposite of Pet Rocks. 
Yeah, they were kind of like pet rocks, but had a little more character to them. Uh, yeah. I was just imagining, because I remember, like, the big one had, like, a crown, and I'm just imagining just a little tiny crown that they've got from some shitty old school fundraiser that Solo, you know, wears when they're in their kingdom. But maybe that's too, and maybe that's anthropomorphizing them too much. I don't know, Maxie. No, I, th- I think that's entirely reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> some kid, some kid gave it to one of them one time, and like, right. it's just been passed down from generation to generation. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So that's what's going on over in the Bug Kingdom. Anyway, back to lunch. <laughs> I mean, like, wait, wait, wait. So you want to go back? I mean, yeah. Like we didn't actually get to do anything before they got us. They caught us there once. They're probably going to be watching it. And, like, if they catch us there again, we're definitely going to be in trouble. Okay. Casey, let me tell you. As someone who has been picked up for skateboarding many times, they never look in the same place the next day because they think no one's dumb enough to do that. So if we go today, we're going to have our best shot of not getting caught. Charlie, give me a challenge fate plus genius real quick. Okay. Um... What's your genius? Uh, genius is one. Okay, uh, you've got strength. You triumph through force. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you're probably right then. Plow your way right <laughs> through this. Yep. Yeah. Uh, somewhere Sloane is smiling. <laughs> Casey, if it makes you feel better, it may actually be better for you to stay outside as a lookout. You wouldn't be implicated, but you could still help us. Part of the problem last time is that there were too many people in one place. Yeah, yeah, look out. I could maybe do that. Furthermore, I do think that we should take Solo. Animals have instincts that humans don't, plus they are not subject to laws. You know, I was wondering that last night, actually. Like, do you think there are, like, animal cops? If there are, I'm unaware of them. I mean, like, there's the animal control. Okay, yeah. no, but, like, co- cops that are animals for animals. Like, law and order animals. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't you, didn't you pay, didn't you pay attention in any of the, like, nature courses in school? Like, that's not how animals work. I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know, but, like, we don't know what they're saying. Like, they could be, like, they could have, like, a whole thing. No, like, they just have territory, and, like, they fight if there's problems. They don't... They aren't organized like that. Regina's, like, looking away because Solo was definitely talking last night. <laughs> <laughs> right, I forgot Regina can already understand Solo. <laughs> uh-huh. Regina, what do you think? Uh, no, animals can't talk. Oh, you're lying. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nobody mentioned <laughs> them talking. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, it would be, like, an essential part of doing cop work, right? <laughs> yeah, I get it. I don't know. Anyways, like, are you in? <laughs> like, Casey, you can be a lookout. That's totally fine. Regina, you're in? Yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything anyway. Sick. Uh, Naomi, I know you're good. I We're gonna, like, can we, can we talk about this whole, like, infiltration thing again? Yes, I think it'll be better if we coordinate instead of simply bumping into each other this time. Oh no, I meant like your thing, but we can do that, that's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, what is the question? I mean, you had to walk home and you failed a test last night? Like, that that part, that weird thing. Yes, I, I had to infiltrate my own bedroom, but I was Wh- caught. 
Do you do you need a ride? Do you need a? I have a motorcycle. Do you need a bedroom? Oh my god, yo, motorcycles are so dangerous. Casey, you can ride in my jeep. It's okay. Like you don't have to worry about it. Jeeps are also pretty dangerous. It's a car. Come on. Regarding my sleeping quarters tonight, I think it would be best to save that until after this mission. Let's focus one step at a time. Okay. Um, yeah, we need to we need to have an actual plan. I think that's really really important if we're gonna not get caught. I mean, I I think having you be lookout and then the three of us going and solo going in, like you know, I think that's a plan. Casey has pulled out a um oh god day planner and has written down you know Casey lookout um and then everyone else's names with like question marks because we haven't actually designated roles for them. Uh huh. Why are you writing this down? Because we need to have it, it planned out. So the cops can find it? The cops catch us, we're in trouble anyway. What's it matter? That's actually a pretty good point. Okay, so what are we actually doing when we get there, though? I mean, like, looking for anything that's weird. Like... They don't know who burned it down. Naomi's gonna reach into their backpack and pull out a floor plan that they got from the county clerk office. (laughs) See? This is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, that's a three-gen. Three Jen, you got uh, the moon, the hanged man, or the high priestess. Yeah, I'm rolling like shit. <laughs> yeah, you really are. Jeez. Um, high priestess is neutral at least. Yeah, I think high priestess is good for this one. Yeah, is it? Because I don't know how to make the supernatural move through you on this one. That's why it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let me think for a second. Um, maybe some sort of a uh, uh, subconscious eidolon influence. Yeah, that that works. I think um, I, I think the the supernatural move through you here in ways that I I do have ideas here, but nothing that I'm going to reveal at this time. Uh, but yes, you have successfully gotten the uh, the plans to this place. Uh, what the? Where did you Where did you even get that? Wait, did you have this what? whole time? When did you have time to do this? This morning before school. Have you slept? Yeah, so I slept uh, five hours or so. Uh, okay, I mean, okay, does anyone, do you know how to read these? I have no idea what I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think looking at it, it's not a very complicated floor plan. It is, um... I mean, it's not a very big building. <laughs> it's not a huge building. It is, like, two large rooms and then, like, a bathroom. And that is honestly probably about it. There's probably, uh... There's sort of a front room that you assume would have been, like, the main, uh, like, customer area, and then a large, uh, back room, probably just, like, a storage area. Is that only one floor, no basement or anything? Correct. Okay. And what is, um, surrounding this building? What other buildings are around? Uh, so this building's on a street corner. It's on the corner of Main and East Walnut. Uh, the other side of the block is West Walnut. It's, God, it's so easy to mix those up and then, get, like just spend way too long because you're on the wrong side of the fucking block because someone got the wrong Walnut Street. Um, next to it is uh, a candle shop, let's say. And uh, it, although it's on a corner, I think behind it is just an empty lot. Okay, so no big deal. I think it might be useful for us to do some reconnaissance in the daylight while browsing the nearby candle shop. I mean, okay, do you, sure. Yeah. I get out of, like, 
pick up Solo and like sign the thing for this year that says that I can have them as my pet on loan. But I mean, like, yeah, after I can give you guys a ride if you need it. Sure. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. I think uh, school lets out around 4.30, and yeah, you sign out solo again, uh, Charlie. You turn in the uh, forms for everybody else to officially be members of the Mystery Club, and you all hop in your Jeep and head over to a place I'm just now making up. Let's call it Candace's Candles. Hey there, everybody. Luke here. Uh, you'll be rid of me after this week, but I wanted to be—I wanted to be the one to send both of these campaigns off. You know, smash the wine bottle against uh, season three. So I'm here doing another ad break. Um, before I get to the usual business, I wanted to tell you about the Audioverse Awards. Uh, voting for those are happening right now at audioverseawards.net/vote, and we're nominated. So if you could take a moment to head over to that website, again, that's audioverseawards.net slash vote, and uh, throw in a vote for us. We're going to be in the second category. It'll prompt you to vote on new shows uh, first. You can vote however you want in that one. I don't care. Uh, we're not eligible for that one. Uh, but then after you enter that vote, it'll move on to the uh, you know existing running shows. And we are on that one. And we'd very much appreciate if you could toss a vote to us. Why not? Uh, the, right now, it's the vote for the finalist cut, basically. Everyone that makes the cut this time will be put into the proper uh, voting pool for the actual awards themselves. Uh, there's a lot of shows on there. So, yeah, any votes we could gather up for that would be a big help. One more time, that is audioverseawards.net slash vote. The link will also be in the show notes here. Um, yeah, I'd appreciate it. Quick reminder as well that we are currently... Working to get into the top 1,000 podcasts on Patreon. Uh, we have about 80 more subscribers we need to hit that number. So uh, anything you can do to help us out with that would be deeply appreciated. If we manage to hit that goal before New Year's Day, that is to say by 11.59.59 p.m. on December 31st, uh, we're going to do a few bonus things for folks. Uh, first off, Fabi's going to start a Let's Play series of all the Persona games, and I am going to choose four folks randomly that subscribe to the Patreon and prompt them to give me some media property they like, which I will then turn into four one-shot, one-page uh, mini-RPGs, and we will playtest those games on the show with a mini-series called Idol on Gabe, which will be four one-shot series where Gabe from Pop Rock will GM uh, sessions of each of those games with uh, other characters for from uh, seasons one and two. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. I really want to do it, but I can't do it unless we break that top 1,000 barrier by uh, New Year's. So, so far, we're growing pretty quickly here. It's it's happened. We're, I think we're on pace to do it. But by all means, keep that pace up. You know, tell your friends, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you can. I keep calling it iTunes, and I don't think it's been called iTunes for, like, a decade. It's Apple Podcasts now. Um, I'm old. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, it would be it would mean a lot if we could do that. And it would also be a lot of fun to do the things we've pledged to do. 
Um, but of course, that's not all you get for subscribing. You get all the usual stuff. For instance, if you subscribe at just $1 a month, you get every episode of this show a full week in advance. If you're listening to this on the free feed, you could have been listening to it last week. And you could be listening to Disco 2 right now. Uh, for $3 a month, you get a bonus design podcast from me and Molly where we work on the game. You get a second bonus music podcast where we discuss groups and artists that are uh, whose music has inspired the show because all of our Eidolons and sometimes other things too are named after uh, music. And uh, you also get all of my GM notes and character sheets from the game. So that can be a fun little bit of behind-the-scenes content. For $5 a month, you get the current draft of the game. A new one of those should be out either by the time you're hearing this or very shortly after. We just did a design session, and I've got a few quick little tweaks I want to do before putting that book up. But one of those is coming down the pike. $5 also gets your name shouted out on the podcast, which I will circle back to in a moment after I tell you about our $10 tier where we post uh, just a various assortment of bonus content, such as Yuji Got Fingered, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast that we do. I'm on there, Molly's on there, Zoe, Ty, and Iris are also there. Good time. Uh, One of those just went up a couple days ago. Um, Right now, that's all that's going up on the $10 tier, but, you know, we randomly put just bonus stuff up there from time to time. Um, But, yeah, let's get around to those names. I want to give a special thank you to... Flying Friend, Rebecca Galt, Daffodil, Chelsea Welch, hi Chelsea, Ultimate Trainer, Rainy, Blue Blue, Corey, Owl, Jeffrey Hayes, Ashadasha98, Crass Pants, Nathan Pearson, Robin Magi, Gray Aster, Rem Diaz, Valerie, Benjamin Lewis, Emma Valentine, Erica Maybe, Foxfire, Dan, Fiona Finale, Future Erica, and Nebulous Harmony. Thank all of you very much for supporting the show. And uh, if you, you know, haven't subscribed before, we'd really appreciate it if you maybe <laughs> reconsider. Uh, reconsider giving us a dollar, maybe. <laughs> but no, um, obviously, there's a million different reasons that you would be unable or just don't want to subscribe to the show. We put it out for free. I do not begrudge anybody <laughs> taking advantage of a thing we offer freely. Um, but we would really appreciate if you could spread the word about the show any way you can. Tell your friends. Again, rating and reviewing us on podcast platforms helps the algorithm to surface us to other people because the way the internet works is stupid. Um, anything you can do to help us get the word out about the show as we're starting season three here, uh, we'd appreciate it a lot. Um, I think that's all I've got, so let's get back to the show. So, Luke, yeah, I would like to say I did something in the during the afternoon at school. Um, during a free period, I went into the computer lab and got on the 1999 internet and looked, tried to look up news articles about when the building burned down. Ooh, okay, yeah. Give me an investigate. All right, that's going to be a two genius. Two genius. You have got... Uh... Judge, uh, no, not judgment, sorry. Uh, the world and the fool. So enough, what happened here recently makes sense, but what happened there? Right. Yeah, I think you find a news story. Okay, that would be, uh, sorry, sorry, that would be for the fool. 
For the fool. Yep. Okay, right, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so you become who you need to be, but also it's just neutral. Um, yeah, uh, I think you find the newspaper story from the time of just, uh, toy shop burns in under suspicious circumstances, and the story just goes on to detail that they're... Because there's no sign that it was, like, a gas leak, or uh, obviously there's no stove in there, uh, there is an assumption that it is arson, but there is no further details at this time. The police... Uh, have said they will release further statements as uh, the situation develops, but that's the only story you can find about the situation. Okay, and then for the world, I want to know what's hidden here. What's hidden here? Okay, and the, yeah, the world. So, I mean, you don't see any mention in this story of whether there were any casualties and as you start going back further to research the the toy shop more, um, I should come up with a name for this place. Uh, I mentioned it had like a diorama of knights and dragons fighting in the store window last time. It's called Camelot Toys. Why not? You uh, are trying to figure out if there's any information on who owned this place because that that should exist, right? Um. And very pointedly, this is not you failing to find something. You definitively find that there's no record of who owned this place. Or maybe continues to own this place? Someone must be stopping it from being demolished. So, I did a little research on this place. I figured if we were going to be looking into what happened to it, we should at least know what happened to it. Um, and I, I assume we're, this is just like in the Jeep on the way there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so it burned down and they thought it might be arson, but there were never any, or at least a, I don't think there were ever any, like, suspects or, like, findings from the investigation, which is kind of weird, because you'd think they'd at least put out a thing saying, you know, that it was determined not to be arson or something. Uh, I, like, at the very least, you'd think for insurance reasons they'd need to answer that, but the... The weird thing is, and maybe this is why nothing was released, but I can't tell tell who owns this place or owned it. Like it was a it was a business in town that people presumably shopped at, and there's there was no owner that anyone knows about. Huh. I think Charlie is like, man, I don't know, that's pretty fucking weird sounds like a mystery but while she's doing that she's like fishing a pack of cigarettes out of her pocket and lighting up one while driving with one hand and oh my god what are you casey oh my god what are you doing what what i I have one hand on the wheel it's fine no i mean smoking what it's cool it's it's (laughs) to be clear it's 1999 smoking is not cool but teenagers sure thought it was Sure, yeah, yeah. 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 It, uh, you're gonna get cancer. I mean... Eh. Haven't, you, haven't you seen all the commercials? Yeah, but like... Like, what? It, know. You know what that stuff's doing to your lungs right now? Filling them with smoke and giving me nicotine, mostly. Right? Tar! It ne- never leaves your lungs. Eh. Yeah, I think she just takes another, like, drag off the cigarette. 
Casey pulls her shirt up over her uh, mouth. Oh, my and, uh, God. In, um, <laughs> in an attempt to not breathe in the secondhand smoke. I do need to be clear. Charlie's Jeep does not have doors nor right. roof. Oh, yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It is well ventilated in here. Regina is like, can I get one of those? Oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I, she just hands the pack over to Regina. Gina, no! Thanks. Casey, this is that peer pressure you've been hearing about. Except we're not peer pressuring her at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Casey, don't be such a baby. Case, Casey lowers the uh, fabric from her uh, face and just says, I'm not a baby. Kind of being a baby. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think we, like, get to the candle shop, and... Just to to paint the accurate picture, are you taking Solo into the candle shop with you, or do they wait in the car? I think Solo is in, um... I think Charlie has, like, a little section of the backpack that she has Uh cut a hole out of, and then, like, stapled, like, saran wrap or something... (laughs) Uh-huh. To like have Solo have like a little window when he's in the gotcha. backpack. That's so cute. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's in the backpack, so. Yeah. Uh, I think the candle shop, there's not much foot traffic, but there's a lot of like signage around about how, like, hey, uh, less than two months to Halloween, maybe buy some candles for your spooky displays. This candle shop's really trying to get some business any way it can. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, like, who wants to go ask, like, do we know how long, like, were they here when the thing happened? I think we're, like, talking in, like, a corner of the candle shop. Yeah. 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 I thought I, I, we were just doing recon. I didn't know we were talking to the candle shop people. I mean, like, if they were here, they could know something. Uh, Naomi's gonna pick up a candle and uh, is ask if Candace is around. Uh, yeah, Candace is here. I think she has been uh, keeping an eye on all of you since you walked in. You know, the attitude very much being like, oh, great, some fucking teenagers are going to come break some of my candles. Cool, great. And Naomi arrived later on her own motorcycle and then kind of walked uh-huh. in separately from this group to create an alibi. Oh, sure, of course. <laughs> so presenting themselves as, like, not one of, one of these shifty teens, but teens interested in candles. Yeah, I think uh, all teens are shifty teens in the eyes of Candace. <laughs> Under Candace's discerning eye. Yeah, I think uh, she like kind of sighs and she sees yet another teen come in here and uh, she walks over to the, the main group and just says, Hi there, can I help you find anything? Hi, is this one of those uh, uh, calming candles? Um, No, that's an emergency candle for when the power goes out. Uh, oh. I can show you where the uh, the scented candles are. They're, they're over here. Oh, thank you so much. This might actually be good to have, too. But thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she kind of, like, is uh, escorting you that way while kind of keeping her head on a swivel watching the others. Regina, like, sighs. Uh, and then walks up to Candace and is like, You know, you must have been here a while, yeah? Oh, sure. About 15 years now. So do you know what happened to the place next door? Oh, no, not really. That happened before uh, before we set up shop here. I mean, I remember hearing about it, um, but no, I don't really know anything. You know, it, it burned, but that's about it. I'm surprised that it 
that stayed there so long in that condition. Yeah, we have actually put in a couple complaints about it. Uh, I have given some passionate uh, appeals at town hall meetings, but um, guess uh, that doesn't matter. Regina puts on her, like, best I'm agreeing with you voice. Like, yeah, you know, it's just, it seems like it would drive away business. Oh, it's it's so good for a candle business to have a burned down building next to it. Oh, it's... <sighs> yep. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry that city council is blowing you off like that. Uh, tell you what, give me a beat the odds plus glam to see if you're endearing yourself successfully to Candace, Naomi. I think my glam is a two. Two. Yes. You've got death or the tower. Jesus Christ. <laughs> can, I, can I help? Can yeah, I can help? help? Absolutely. Because <laughs> I'm already here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, help for an additional card, also mark XP. Uh, that adds the Empress. You create something. Yeah, I guess the Empress would be good here. Yeah, I think you create a, uh, you know, a light bond of, uh, of uh, rapport with Candace. Yeah, it is. <sighs> yeah, sorry. It's a sore subject for me. Um, I think Regina's just gonna press and nobody's ever like said anything about what happened besides it just burned? No. Uh I think it was uh arson or something, right? But I don't think they ever caught who did it. Man, that's just that's just shoddy work. <sighs> I I can't disagree. Naomi keeps picking up more candles and like handing it to the others. I think she is, you have now got her started, and she is just going to... She's not going to give you any m- new information, but boy, is she going to keep circling these same points over and over, <laughs> getting more worked up on every lap around them. I think as you you are all, like, fiddling with the candles to have, like, business while you're, like, talking and handing them off, Casey and Charlie are gradually getting, like, armfuls of candles, more and more candles. The whole point of the downtown Lelatery area is that it's supposed to be a nice little, you know, strip of just cute little shops, a little tourist attraction, a little place for people to shop when they're off work. Uh, seems to me having an ugly old burned down building uh, right in the middle of it, not great for any of that. And yet, oh, oh, does anyone listen to me though? No. While Candace is going on and on, uh, Casey is going to uh, set her the candles in her arms down and sort of edge her way towards the wall of the shop that would share space with the um, toy toy shop. Yeah. And just kind of want to give a once over, like, is there anything that looks like it might be physically connected to the shop next door? Hmm. I think they are probably close enough together that it's like a shared wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does it look like there is or, like, maybe was some way between the two buildings? Because I know sometimes, like... Ooh, yeah, 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 good question. Um, I don't think there's a door or anything, no. Um, give me a Dredge the Undertow, Casey. Yeah, okay. Doing a lot more drawing on episode one than Disco did. <laughs> uh, uh, what's your biz? biz, two? Yeah. You've got, uh, the Lovers or the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, well, um... The Lovers is my uh, dissonant card, so we don't want that. Okay. Uh-huh, uh, so Wheel of Fortune? Yeah! Okay, uh, you're at the mercy of the fates. I think, um... Okay, here's what it is. Uh, as you touch that wall, Casey, it feels warm to the touch. Oh. Like, how warm to the touch? Not, like, hot, hot, but, like, um... 
Yeah, warmer than it should. Like an like an exposed brick wall on a sunny day kind of warm? Yeah, yeah, that's about yeah, the right okay. level of temperature, yes. Okay, so not like something is on fire on the other side of this wall. No, 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 no. But definitely like, a, like not quite like hot enough it's hurting your hand, but you're like, ooh, that's, that's kind of hot. And like the, the temperature in here is pretty normal? Yeah, I think if you compare it to like any of the other walls, it is, uh, you don't notice this at all. Like it, they are just kind of room temperature. If I put my ear up to the wall, do I hear anything? Ooh, good question. Yes, yes, you do. I think you hear very faintly. Uh, you're not you're not sure if you're hearing anything at first, but uh, as you just like really try to focus in and tune Candace out, uh, just in the edge of your hearing, you can hear. Um, you ain't not the bottom. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm going to come back to the group and just sort of whisper to Charlie. It sounds like there's somebody in the toy shop. Okay, we gotta go and check that out. But also, is she expecting me to buy all these candles? (laughs) Naomi's going to set their candles down on the counter, then take the rest from everyone else and set it down with it. Like $100 with the candles and uh, ready, ready to check out. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, she's not even, she like, she's automatically going through the motions of checking you out. Uh, she is still just on her rant. <laughs> uh, and I think it's not until, like, she is handing you your she realizes, like, how many candles you bought, and that finally gives her pause. And she's just kind of like, oh, I, and just kind of, like, goes quiet. And we pulls out a, a crisp Benjamin. Uh-huh. And uh, compliments <laughs> Candace on her very pleasant uh, small business demeanor. Did you just tip her? <laughs> I, I think I think they are paying for the candles, okay. but yeah. I thought since the Candace gave a receipt, they were already paid for, and now handing um. an extra hundred dollars. No, okay, seeing seeing her look, Casey is just like, oh, um, we're doing something for the drama department at school and like we we need these for like props oh well you should have said oh okay yeah of course well thank you so much she's just all smiles at this point like thank you have a good day the best business she's had in a while i absolutely i think charlie like nudges like casey like hey nice job yeah casey casey is looking like she's trying very hard not to give away that she just was lying At this point, she is just between getting to let off steam about something she's very mad about all the time and being uh, getting a hundred dollars of business. You could be just openly admitting you're lying, and you don't think it would really make her mad. <laughs> right. What I'm thinking is like uh, she's got to cover for us now. Like that's right. That's yeah, where yeah. we're at. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> a social link has been formed with Candace the Candle <laughs> Shop owner. I am thou, thou art I. Candace is the new <laughs> horny cat. <laughs> How dare you, Candace is... You mean she's not going to show up again until season two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess we should head over to there now. She's yeah. probably not going to look at us, so... Yeah, let's stuff those candles in, in, the, in the Jeep. Yeah. 
Uh, I was gonna have uh, Officer Adams staking this place out just to fuck with Charlie, but Charlie uh, got a really good card when they said he wouldn't, so, yep. you know. <laughs> is um is Solo still in the window of the backpack? Yes. Regina definitely keeps looking over there and then looking away like, man. I, I man. like to think that um, Officer Adams was going to be staking out the place, but then some actual crime happened and he reluctantly had to go do his job. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey, you mentioned some sort of uh, person inside? I don't know. I put my ear up against the wall and I, I could hear it. It almost sounded like somebody like singing or muttering or I don't know. It was muffled. Let's see how Solo reacts. Alright, sunshine, little dude. And she takes him, t- takes his case out and just like holds it out at the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... Luke, should I should I uh, dredge the undertow? Yeah, give me a dredge the undertow, Casey. Uh, or I thought... solo. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. <laughs> okay, I I have three biz. <laughs> okay, uh, that gives you the devil, the magician, or the star. Ooh, um, give me the star, please. The star, a new path reveals itself. Okay, um, hmm. A new path reveals itself. Uh, Casey, oh my God, your your name is Solo. What am I doing? It's okay. You'll you'll learn it eventually. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, Solo. Um, I don't think you really pick up a voice, but you do sense some sort of aura coming from inside. Uh, it is. Um, familiar to you, but you can't quite place it. Uh, do I have a general bead on the direction it's coming from? Yeah, I mean, you were kind of trying to sense, like, on the side of the wall. It's on the other side of, of the wall of the building. I'm, you're kinda, I imagine you went outside, kind of around the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say it's on the other side of the, the wall here. Then, yeah, I think what uh, Solo's going to do, I'm assuming they're still in the, the little terrarium. Yep. So, uh-huh. <laughs> they're just going to start, like, frantically running at the wall of the terrarium and like pushing up against it like that way that way oh whoa shit let's follow okay hey look at you uh, like I think Charlie like holds up the terrarium to her, her face is just like look at you go little dude <laughs> Yeah, and I think, you know, at this point, it's probably, like, getting to be, I don't know, 5.30-ish, sun's starting to get low. It's September, so it doesn't stay light too long. Uh, not dark out yet, but it's getting there. Um, the, it's this long shadows, is... as I think what you'd say. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this door is locked, and uh, you got caught last night trying to pick it. Uh, so, what do you do? Is there any damage to the facade anywhere? Like, this burn- building burned down. There is a lot- I think there's probably some, like, bricks that have fallen out, and there's a lot of, like, charring. You can tell, like, this is clearly a very sturdy building, probably why it's been- You know, it's still standing after all this time. Um, is yeah. there any kind of small opening that Solo could fit in? I think, yeah, yes, totally. Okay. Might be time to let Solo out. Uh, whoa, 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 hold on. I mean, like, I, like, Solo's a real smart bug, but I don't want to, I signed a paper, like, they're my responsibility. 
I'm not, I'm not going to shove them into a building on the other side of a locked door. I can't get them back. And if something happens, we just find a different beetle. So Logan, I, th- so yeah, I think Charlie, <laughs> Charlie looks at Regina like, sorry, what did you just say? <laughs> I like that we'll just put a different beetle. Several people are typing. Yeah. <laughs> Naomi's gonna um, kneel down in front of the terrarium and look at Solo and sort of uh, put put her finger, just n- not tapping the glass, but right up to it. Yeah. And say, Solo, if you want out, give me a sign. Uh, I think Solo's just going to like pop its wings out and do a little hop. You see? It's okay. a, it's yeah, a sure. bug, Naomi. Like, it doesn't know what you're saying. I mean, like, look, I've had Solo for, like, two years now, and I never pops out the wings. So... <sighs> okay, fuck it. I'll put them through, but if this doesn't work, I'm busting that door down. We're not going to get another bug, Regina. I'm just saying. I don't think that kind of beetle lives around here. I don't think we're going to find another one. Okay, even if it did, we're not replacing Solo. (laughs) Solo is my pet. We good? Okay, boss. And I think she opens up the the terrarium and, like, holds Solo in her hand and, like, like, puts it up. It's like, all right, you be safe, okay? I think uh, Solo is going to do a little hop at her as well, and then they're going to, yeah, skitter on into the building. Yeah, just like when in Zelda, you pour open a bottle of beetles over a, you know, hole or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what? Yep, just like that. Yeah, just that like happens. that experience we all yeah. know. What the fuck did Zelda? That's an of time. Yeah, that's an Ocarina of Time thing. Crystal. Damn, I didn't know there were... I, I thought we had some geeks and gamers in the crowd, but clearly <laughs> not. I only, I, only, I only play the good Zeldas. That's a recent game. Oh, no, we're going to lose all of our Patreon subscribers now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's brand new. Everyone, it's it's the, the, the oh, yeah. early internet forums are all a flutter about Ocarina of Time we right now. Yeah. Zelda guy dead. Yeah. yeah, I only have a PS1, sorry. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Solo, you uh, find a hole in the mortar to kind of push through, and you find yourself inside the walls of the building. You kind of skitter around and find um, there is more damage inside than there was outside, so you find a hole in the drywall pretty quickly, and... Um, you are in the back storage room of the toy shop, and, uh, yeah, so the furniture and walls are all scorched very badly. Um, I think there's, you know, a few chairs and tables that are, like, half ashes. Um, littering the floor, though, are tons and tons of little white, uh, chips that uh, you realize when you see them, this is where you were sensing that uh, power, or that, that, that like aura coming from, because, Solo, you have uh, thing, you have little shards of white just like this buried in the, so- uh, the soil of the terrarium back at school. Ooh. These are where your kingdom draws its uh, power. 
Okay, that that's excellent! Alright. Now, I just need to figure out a way to let them in. Um, does the door have an obvious, like, latch or lock attached to it? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I think also, real quick, on the wall, there is a, like, mounted plaque with uh, what looks like a fake plastic fish skeleton. And uh, after you're in here for a moment, it you hear, like, some mechanical whirring as it starts to wiggle on the plaque. And it just, uh, like, um, uh... Casey was hearing, you just uh, hear it start going, You ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. <laughs> and it continues like that. Uh, just, up, you know, keeps going, sings the whole song. I'm not going to for- force that on anybody else, though. <laughs> I do not particularly understand why a fish would be concerned with the business of a dog, but I shouldn't get off track. Uh, so I'm going to... Uh, Solo's gonna, like, clamber up to the door and see if they can undo the latch. Yeah, uh, (laughs) making you draw for that would be boring, so yes, you successfully do that. I think literally before the door opens, Regina's like, so you let the bug in there and you think the bug is gonna open the door? I mean, I don't know. Maybe? (laughs) And then then click. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, click. Um, I assume the dwarf is like, it's an old ass, like, it just kind of like, like, drifts Yeah, open. absolutely. Yeah, Solo just kind of stuck to the wall near the latch. Mm-hmm. I think Charlie just looks at Regina, like, eyebrows up, smug, just like, mm-hmm. Fantastic work, Solo. I, I think, uh, they're going to make their way up to, uh, <laughs> Naomi's shoulder. And just... Sort of. I- I'm trying to figure out the way to describe the gesture. I guess they're just kind of like, you know what, you know what, like a pointer dog will do when it sees something. Yeah. You mean it, point? It's kind of like. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, it not like with a finger. It just like points with its whole body, like there, that right. way. Yeah. Uh, as the door opens, you see the same, uh, you know, scene that I described to Solo, uh, Regina. You also recognize these little white uh, shards that are just covering the floor. Yeah, you. Th- this is a lot like what you've gone through before. Uh, Regina like looks inside and goes, I've actually changed my mind. I don't think we should be doing this. What's wrong, Regina? Uh, nothing. I just don't care for this. Um, no, I mean, like, we just got here. Like, come on. You sense something, don't you? Uh, yeah, I sense we shouldn't be here. From you ain't never caught a rabbit and you ain't no friend of mine. From, out, <laughs> from outside where Casey stayed to be lookout, um, you just hear her yelling in, Regina's right! You don't have to come in, Regina. It's better if it's just the two of us. Yeah, okay, um, I'll go. Hey, 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 three of us. I think she, like, taps solo. Aw. <laughs> And really, since the door was opened by a bug, it, this isn't breaking and entering. It's true. We as, as Yeah, I'm sure the cops are going to be like, yep, bug opened it. Definitely wasn't you guys. As we have established, laws do not apply to bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think Charlie wa- uh, walks in. Naomi does yeah. too. Okay. Um, yeah, the scene is as I've described it. I think she picks up one of the little white chips. Just like, the hell are these? 
Uh, yeah, feeling it in your fingers, it almost feels like a piece of um, eggshell. How are these still so white? Like, shouldn't they be like covered in soot and stuff? Apparently, the power's still on too. Regina like looks inside and is like, "You guys seriously stop." <laughs> what? Why are you being such a baby now? Like, come on! I just don't like this. Why? Regina, if you want me to stop, you need to tell me what's going on. I told you to stop. Give me a reason. <sighs> Whatever, Naomi. I don't care. Okay, then don't care. Um, I think while they're arguing, Charlie is like fiddling with the chip. Uh, yeah. And I think Charlie accidentally snaps it in her fingers. Uh, yeah, it just crumbles and uh, falls to the ground. Well, whatever they are, they're cheap as hell. Um, I think she gets up and goes over to the Big Mouth Billy Bass. Yeah, uh, yeah, the like Halloween edition Uh-oh, of Big God. Mouth Billy Bass. It's on the, like I said, it's like a fish skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> like the kind that Tom might uh, fish out of a garbage can and put on a plate to try to convince himself it's a fancy dinner. I think Charlie looks at it and genuinely is considering stealing it to put in her room. <laughs> um, I think she pokes the little button on it to make it sing again. Uh, oh, you don't need to poke the button. It's just been singing this whole time. Uh, Hmm. Is there a, a battery cover on the back? Let me check. Um, you you can't get it off of the wall. Hmm. It's mounted on there good. Hey, Casey, come in here. <laughs> uh, Casey, like, looks back, looks, um, just out. Like, her curiosity about what is in there is fighting with her desire to not get in trouble. And, um... She just she turns to Regina and is like, uh, Gina, if you're not going in, can you can be lookout, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll look out. Have fun. All right, Casey, Casey goes in. What? You have any idea what any of this shit is? I mean, it looks like junk. Like, 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 not like, you know, scrap or whatever, but like, you know, the kind of junk that you sell at like a souvenir shop. Naomi, as you're trying to work the plaque off the wall, it you feel like a you it's stuck on there very good. B, it's clearly like yeah nailed into the studs or whatever, and you hear a creaking that makes you concerned that hey maybe uh, putting pressure on the wall like that is not a good idea to do in a building that's suffered a fire like this. But also, as you're about to stop anyway, the uh, fish stops singing and says. Hey, watch the merchandise, baby! Whoa, that's... neat. Are those the lyrics? Like, I don't know that song. No, that's not part of the... I think it noticed that... Like, he was messing with it and, like, interrupted oh, himself? It's, oh, it's like a Furby. Yeah, but, like, this place burned down in the 80s. That's... That's complicated. Hey, Big Mouth Billy Bass is brand new as of 1999. Furbies were around in 99, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, absolutely, cool, yes. Cool. Hey, huh. Luke, is it normal temperature in here? Hmm. When you first walk in, yes, but I think as you're in here, you feel a, a warmth in the room. Is, are the walls warm in Are all the walls warm in here, or is it just the shared walls still? No, I think all the walls are warm, and I, you're feeling even more warmth coming up through your feet, Casey. I think the other two of you actually aren't feeling this, because you haven't... Uh, tuned into that. 
uh, uh, Solo, I think you're definitely feeling, like I said, that aura of energy, which I think is what Casey is interpreting as heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, I think Casey's gonna go down to the floor and, like, just like, is touching the floorboard and be like, I think there might be something under here. Interesting. There's no basement in the floor plan. Maybe it's, maybe it's, like, a hidden room, or I don't, maybe it's just something with the actual ground, but, like, it's warm. Hey, magic fish, is there anything down there? Charlie, why... It's not magic. Like, why would it an... Why would it answer a question? Why the heck should I know? I'm up here on the wall, not the floor. Wait, what? I'm not too mobile these days, or any days for that matter. Oh my god, it is a magic fish. Bit of a homebody. Oh, shit. Okay. Um... That's not jump to conclusions. Okay, well, what do you think it is, then? All of these could be customized programmed responses. We have to ask it the question that it really could not be programmed. Hey, how, sure, many, hit me. how many fingers am I holding up right now? And Charlie holds up two fingers. Oh, fish don't know how to count. I can't help you with that one. <laughs> what is my name? You haven't introduced yourself, so how should I know? I have an idea that it's very stupid. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, What's up? I think Solo is just going to be like, uh, uh, his name is Naomi. All right, then. Well, very nice to meet you, Naomi. Although I must say it's a bit of a rude way to enter a room. Just walking in like you own the place. Okay, so, like, it knows your name. This is, like, fucked up, right? Naomi is, uh, fingers on chin, eyes wide, fascinated expression. <laughs> Wait, do you know Detective who- mode engaged. Do you know who does own this place? No, I don't suppose I could help you there. It's always just been me. I guess by default I do. Squatter's rights and all that, you know. Wait, hang on. Uh, I said introductions. Uh, my name's Casey. What's your name? My name's Fishbone. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> okay, that was very rude. <laughs> no, no, that's to Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, hi, hi, Fishbone. How long have you been there? Oh, boy. Well, as I've already elucidated, baby, fish don't know how to count. Been a while, though. You should keep that in mind, by the way. Any fish tries to convince you we can count, it's lying. Making a note of this for later. (laughs) (laughs) Have you met anyone besides us? Oh, well, met, no, not not so much. I occasionally see people out the windows over there, and there's, like, a hole in the wall that looks out into the front room and you can kind of see through the soot-covered window of that would have been like the the main like show window when this was a shop. Must be quite lonely in here. I pass the time by singing songs, although I really only know the one. Do you want to know like more songs? Only if they're as good as the one I already know. And he starts singing it again. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, hold on, let me, and I think Charlie pulls out her like CD player, or like little portable. Oh, uh-huh. uh, do you have a disc man? Yeah, my disc man. Um, and tries to figure out where to put the headphones on a skeleton fish. Yeah. Um, and plays a little Nirvana. For- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about music, not just uh, Noah. Sounds like someone dropped a guitar down a staircase. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, to each their own, I guess. He likes music from the 50s. You, I mean, I don't know, maybe, I thought maybe the fish was cool. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm the coolest of cool, baby. Uh, what, what was the fish's name again? Fishbone. Fishbone. Mr. Bone. <laughs> would you like God. to stay here, or would you like us to take you out into the world? I think he says, uh, well, I gotta admit, this uh, room here is all I really know. Were you, so you were here before the the place burned down, right? Um... Like the fire? Not too sure what you like mean by that. Like the fire? It. Do you remember when this 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 place was on fire? Fire, fire. No, don't think I know what that really is. Really bright, really bright, really hot. Not ringing any bells. Sorry. People, people stopped coming here after that. Well, I've never seen any people, so I guess I must be from after that. Weird, Mister Bone. I have a question. Yeah. Are there any? Mm, thin but sturdy objects that one might slip in between the planks of this floor. Oh yeah, I think there's some old tools or something over in that chest over there. How do I know that? It's never been open. I think the rest of you are just hearing him. This just sounds like a complete non sequitur. <laughs> yeah, we're. I'm just looking between Naomi and Charlie. Like, yeah, I, I think Char- Charlie goes to the tools and like crowbar. I guess. Uh, I don't even think there's a crowbar. It's a lot of like wood cutting tools, but you do find one that's sort of like a chisel with a flat edge. Alright, well, let me pop this up, I guess. And, like, she jams it under there and, like, jimmies it loose. Uh, yeah, I think as you start prying one of the floorboards up, um, there's, uh, yeah, you send a bunch of eggshell pieces scattering everywhere, and you pry this board up, and there's, you know, nothing under there. It's, you know, foundation, I guess. Regina, like, pokes her head in. Uh, it's like, are you guys done yet? Hey, Regina, come talk to the magic fish. There's no f- magic? F- what are you talking about? <laughs> I think they're talking about me, little mama. Actually, Regina, I'll come out to you. No! I, th- I think uh, Solo rushes over to... It, it just, They just get in uh, Naomi's face and, like, do their best to push her back in spite of being a bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regina, can you do me a favor? What? Can you go across the street to my motorcycle and get my notebook out of the back? <sighs> yeah, sure. Thank you. She walks away. How far? Is, I would say maybe that's more than 15 feet away. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. And the street alone is probably pushing that. Uh, was there a reason you wanted to push her more than 15 feet away? Is the fish still talking? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, I see. You were okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Clever. Yeah, yeah. Very clever. Oh no, 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 no. That the, the Eidolon power is off, baby. <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> Just a little detective's intuition testing something. Sure, sure. M- Mister Bone, do you know where we can find any more of this this substance on the ground? And Solo skitters back down and like taps one of the little eggshell bits. Well, as I've said a number of times at this point, I have been exclusively in this room for as long as I can remember, but plenty of it right here, right? There should be something. There's, there's. I think there's not enough of it, or there needs to be something of more significance. Oh, I don't know. Seems like plenty of it to me. Look at it; it's all over the floor. I think that's what makes this a consecrated holy place, baby. Luke, I would like to try something. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Solo is going to bring out Soul together. Okay. Which you want to describe what that looks like? Uh, so it looks a bit like a black hole in that there's just this sort of circular bit of darkness 
uh, yeah. with sort of an accretion disk of light around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're just going to start rolling around the floor and gathering as many of the little chips as they can. Okay, yeah, you do that. Uh, can we see that? Hmm, actually, that's a good question. Everyone else, you see Solo wandering around gathering the pieces into a pile. Yeah, it seems like some bug shit. Yeah, I mean, bugs. Um, I mean, like... Fishbone seems to understand Solo. What do you mean, understand? He is responding to them. Responding to what? It's a bug. Well, you're some kind of weird naked monkey, but I can understand you. I'm not- I'm- I'm not naked, am I? I'm wearing clothes! Well, but you're hairless, mostly. Not that I got much room to talk, I'm skinless. <laughs> as a detective, it is important to keep your mind open to any possibilities. I- I think as this is happening, Charlie is, like, making a little pile to help Solo with- with it. Aww. Like, I don't- hell, I don't know, like, we gotta- magic fish, and apparently Solo can talk, whatever, I'm just gonna I need to keep my hands busy, please, so she goes and helps Solo. No, I understand those, uh, egg shards are a source of great power How do I know that? Ah, who knows? Great power, you say? Why, absolutely Could you tell me more? Mmm Apparently not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the pieces of an egg, cl- clearly something hatched out of them at some point. Oh. Uh, Mr. Bone, if, if, if I may interject, they unleash the power of one's soul. Yeah, that sounds about right. Wait, what What, what, what sounds, what about, sounds right? about right? Oh, what's your friend over there, Sid? He, he kind of like, the, to the best he can, he gestures towards <laughs> Solo, but like... <laughs> he just wiggles his tail at yeah, yeah, the wiggle, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bones, I'm afraid that none of us speak Solo's language, so if you wouldn't mind translating for us. Oh, certainly. He said that it awakens the power of one's soul. Very interesting. Oh, okay. So, Mr. Fishbone, have you just been... You've just been on this wall for singing your entire life, as far as you know? That's about the size of it, baby. Huh. Um, is there anything you need? Hmm. Not particularly. I mean, I'll admit the company is a nice change of pace. I wouldn't mind visiting you again from time to time. I'd have no objections to that. Yeah, maybe we can find you some other Elvis songs. Who's Elvis? Oh, he wrote the song. He, 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 he did the song you sang. Oh, well, that's great. Can you bring him here? I'd love to meet him. It's a great song. I think Regina walks in and goes, he's dead. Oh, well, ain't that just the way. Oh, now you show up. But I got the notebook. What do you want? Well, to be... Some people some people think he might not be. Oh, really now? Thank you so much, Regina. Well, we're a mystery club. We should consider things like that. <laughs> uh, now you're talking. Well, if he's alive again, I'd love to meet him and tell him what I think of his song. It's just tops. Yeah, it's, Regina, it's have you ever met a talking fish? No, I haven't met a talking fish. Luke, have I met a talking fish? You have not met Fishbone, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got a question. Is Fishbone clearly yeah. like a like 
plastic or ceramic yes. or something. Okay, yeah, so it's not even Definitely, a real yeah. fish. Okay. Yeah, it's plastic for sure. Well, that's a little rude, Regina, I think. would you like to meet a talking fish? Tech no! Technically a, a talking plastic fish toy. No, I have no interest. I, I imagine by this point, Solo has gathered up most of the little ships. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume no reaction is apparent from them. Yeah, no real reaction. Um, Regina, as you were walking back, it's it's not dark, dark outside yet, but the uh, the lights have started to come on outside. It is getting later. You guys, it it's getting dark. We should go. Yeah, now that the door's unlocked, we can probably just come back whenever. No, that's not what I mean. I agree. This might be a good time to leave with the material Solo has gathered. There is a there's a magic talking fish, and apparently my pet beetle can talk. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, okay, but Charlie, the longer we stay here, the better chance there is that we will get caught, and then you are going somewhere, and you're probably not going to be able to leave. That's right, Charlie. It's the best to leave while we still can. There's a sound of breaking glass, and uh, a whoosh as a fire suddenly uh, flares up in front of you. What the hell? Oh, fuck. Okay, um, okay, yeah, actually, let's leave. Uh, the door, uh, slams shut. Motherfucker, you guys, I said we shouldn't go in here. Yeah, well, you came in here. Where did it sound like the, the breaking glass was? Uh, you look over and see that one of the windows that wasn't broken before is broken now, and, uh, on the floor there are the remains of a broken bottle that the fire is, uh, coming out of. Through the window, you can see, uh, you can't make out, uh, any details because it's, get, you know, getting dark, but you can see a, uh, humanoid, uh, silhouette out there. Eidolon Ska is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash playtest. You can find us on Twitter at playtest. You can find Zoe at BlankZilla, Lexi at Tabletop Gamera, Molly at Your Friend Molly, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, and me, Luke, at SSJ Speed Racer. Eidolon Ska will be back in two weeks on October 31st for Patreon subscribers and November 7th for everyone else. See you then! See you then!